Podfest and Pod Furious is brought to you by Nas Energy Drink. Nas, grab a can and drive into a wall. <laughs> Find one at your local 7-Eleven. It's Nas Energy Drink. Is Nas even around anymore? I don't know. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure it, like the only reason it became a thing was because of these movies. Yeah, and I remember they used to they used to come in like cans that looked like Nas canisters. Yeah. And they had like yeah, like the, the cap blue, was like the yeah. screw on thing. Yep. And then they just switched to normal cans and that's when they died out. You know, they should have kept the They had that shtick. shtick going, yeah. Yes. Idiots. When in doubt, shtick out. That's what I always say. Oh it's this is your boy, and that's your other boy. My name's Dave, his name's Chance. And we're here to talk to you today about the Fast and the Furious. Number one. Number one, baby, in our truth, minds and in our fast hearts. Fast and the Furious. Yes. Uh, Not to be confused with Fast and Furious. Number four, or the film from the 50s called The Fast and the Furious, which is, I believe, where they got their name. Oh, really? Yeah. I a, did not know it that. It was on Netflix for a while. Never watched it. Probably not as good. Cause I it guarantee you. Didn't have Ja Rule in it. <laughs> it didn't have Monica. No, Monica! Um, the Fast and the Furious, if you're not familiar... <laughs> For some reason. You've been living under some fucking rock. If you're, if you're tuning into a podcast called Pod Fast and Pod Furious, and you don't know what the Fast and the Furious is... I just thought they were going to be really angry and ranting. <laughs> it's, it's like a, a fucking Bill Burr thing. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a film, a movie film, from 2001, directed by Rob Cohen, who also directed Triple uh, X. He did... The Mummy 3, the Jet Li one, where the Jet Li was the mummy, the Chinese mummy. Which Rachel Weiss, Rachel Weiss did not return for. She did not. I never saw it. Well, It wasn't that bad. Brendan Fraser was in it, so. Of course he was. Uh, he also did The Skulls with Paul Walker. Oh, shit, really? Yes, yeah, so he actually had a trifecta. He did The Skulls, then The Fast and the Furious, where he brought Paul Walker with him. Yeah. Then he did Triple X, where he had Vin with him, so... Well, hot damn. Guy takes care of his own. So, yeah, when he realized he couldn't get the uh, Saved by the Bell cast, he's like, well, this Paul kid that I was working with, <laughs> well, I wanted he to... seems like a goddamn street racer. I, I brought up uh, Rob Cohen's Wikipedia page, and because uh, <laughs> I wanted to see what he was doing these days. Nothing. He has a movie coming out in March. Oh. It's called The Hurricane Heist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait till you hear this plot. <clears throat> the Hurricane Heist. 2018. A team of tech hackers embark on a $600 million robbery robbery from a coastal U.S. Mint facility at the same time a disastrous Category 5 hurricane is set to strike. The remaining people left in the deserted beach town are a meteorologist, a treasury agent, and the meteorologist's ex-marine brother. Together, they not only must survive the hurricane, but also stop the mastermind thieves from accomplishing the heist of the century. So what, was he, like, down in Puerto Rico and was, like, stuck in the hurricane and was like, I got a great idea? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it sounds like a mix of uh, Hard Rain with Christian Slater with, like, uh, okay. maybe Geostorm. I'm about that. I fucks with some Geostorm. Uh, yeah, I'm all about this, man. I haven't seen it yet, but... Tech hackers. They, they mentioned tech hackers. Not any old not hackers. Not hackers. Tech. Tech hackers. They hack tech. They hack tech, in case you were thinking maybe they were just regular old lockpicks. Yeah, or just <laughs> hacking doors. Uh, your cast, you got Toby Kebble. Who the fuck is Toby Kebble? He was in Rock and Rolla. 
Oh, okay. Jesus. Uh, he also did the motion capture for Koba in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Okay. He was Koba. He also got uh, Maggie Grace, uh, the daughter from Taken. She yeah, was also yeah, yeah. Lost. Uh, Ryan Quentin. That name sounds familiar, but... I guess, oh, he was on True Blood. Yeah. <clears throat> Fucking vampire. And some other people. Ralph Ennison. He was the dad and the witch. Randy Couture, the MMA star. Yeah. And a woman named Melissa Bologna, which reminds me of Baloney. Rob Cohen really just not getting the cast anymore. No, you know, he he had the stars back in the day. Well, maybe he'll make a big star out of the Baloney girl. Maybe. <laughs> but uh, Miss Baloney, you're wanted on set? Uh, <laughs> before that, oh, he had The Boy Next Door. That was a J-Lo movie, I believe. It's yeah, 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 where she ago. fucks that child. Yeah. <laughs> it's a child, man. It's yeah, a man-child. Okay. Man child? Uh, I think that was Kevin Spacey's defense. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh, zing! <laughs> we're taking you. We're taking you down, Tinseltown. <laughs> we're heisting you like built-in VCR Panasonic televisions. <laughs> we're heisting you like a bunch of tech hackers. Uh, he did Alex Cross, the one with uh, Tyler Perry. Okay, that was the yeah before that. Oh, Stealth! Can't forget about Stealth. Did Tyler Perry? portray an old woman in that or was that <laughs> yeah well her her name was alex cross it was tyler perry in drag which is every one of his movies no I, i'm kidding it was a real tyler perry really he was a cop oh he was he just regular just tyler perry alex cross yeah it was oh, just okay. tyler perry as himself <laughs> <laughs> who also occasionally went as went by alex cross yes um well he did some episodes of miami vice i didn't know that you're going down the rabbit hole yeah of cohen now <laughs> We're down the Cohen rabbit. If there's one the promise we make with this podcast, we're going down some rabbit holes. Other half it. We're going deep. Uh, so The Fast and the Furious. This is a film. And it's a very dated film, you can tell from the start, because it's about uh, street racers who moonlight by st- robbing semi-trucks on the highway. Yeah, full of VCR, full of, blue, or DVD. It's, it's, it's TVs with VCRs built in, but they also have the uh, the dual VCR, DVD uh, VHS, combo, DVD yeah. players, which were probably pretty expensive back then, yeah. from what I remember. Several hundred dollars, you know, as, as expensive as, like, a PlayStation. Oh, dude, player. the only reason I got a DVD player is because we moved and my mom threw away all my VHSs, and so she felt so bad that, like, <laughs> she got me a fucking DVD player. They were, like, dickhead expensive. I feel like we were talking about this a couple weeks ago, weren't we? Or, or it might have been New Year's Eve. Because we were talking about Coyote Ugly. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my dad, I think the first DVD player my dad bought was, like, the system that Best Buy had hooked up, and they were showing Coyote Ugly. And I guess they gave him the display player so it had a copy of Coyote Ugly in it. Fucking steal. And, uh, yeah, well, you were talking about how... DVDs were like 50 bucks back then. Yeah, and not only that, you were talking about how Coyote Ugly should have been a direct-to-DVD uh, series. Oh, yeah, they should have had the sequels. They, they should have just kept pumping them like, out. Like Bring It On and, like, American Pie. Yeah. You know, and you could have come back with American That like, would have been a goldmine, you're right. Yeah, you could have come back and done, like, a real trilogy of Coyote Uglies, but had the spin-off straight-to-DVD Coyote Uglies. Where they gotta, like, dance to save the bar's life or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly, like, repeatedly. Yeah, I mean, it's just pitch perfect. They just constantly have to sing for one reason or another. Yeah, but in this one, they're bar dancing. Yeah. I'm with it. Could have been the original pitch perfect. Uh, so, uh... But Fast and Furious, haven't even, haven't even gotten into it yet. The film starts off, we got a big truck driving down the road. Hooch. What's Hooch doing? He, he's hungry. Sorry, my dog has diabetes and he's hungry, but he doesn't get fed for another two hours. So now this was a do. recent occurrence. Your dog was just diagnosed just the past few days. Yeah, he got diabetes. I got diagnosed on Thursday. Ugh. 
the diabetes. Diabetic dog. If you guys didn't know, dogs can get diabetes. So I had no fucking clue. Check them out. Yeah, I, I really did not know. Canine diabetes. I was like, oh, there's blood in his poop? He's got cancer. He's dead. <laughs> they were like, no, oh, he's got diabetes. It's like, the fuck? <laughs> so now he just has to eat a Snickers bar every three hours <laughs> to keep his blood sugar No, up. legitimately, they told me, like, if he starts to get shaky, I have to put maple syrup on his lips. Really? Because of the sugar, yeah. Alright. So, yeah. <laughs> so back to the Fast, fast and the Furious. furious. There's a truck driving late at night. This is what we open. We open the film we open, on. Yeah. Uh, they're like one of the heists. Yeah. So we got a truck driving. We got some VCRs. Well, no, 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 in the no. Back. What we see is they're they're loading the truck up, and we see what's inside, and it's the yeah, TVs. We see, and, oh yeah. shit! Oh, this is a big score. Yeah. And then the truck's driving late at night. We got some cars fucking flying by. They some got some neon green underglow. Yeah, they got the midnight club underglow. <laughs> yep. And. uh... You you noted this that when the the truck drivers drive and they cut to a wide angle and our 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 thieves shoot a fucking harpoon which appears the front to be window. Vince it seems like Vince is the yeah, harpoon yeah man. we figured yeah Vince is probably the harpoon guy Letty is driving under the truck yeah probably Dom in the front Leon in the back no I, well yeah either Leon or Jesse maybe they're in the same car see I imagine Leon's probably the other wing. Oh, got, yeah, okay, two on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, so it's probably right. Letty, Leon, and then Jesse, and then Jesse in, the back. in the back. Yeah, they don't trust him with the cars. They shouldn't, as we find out later. But <laughs> so the stunt driver, they shoot this harpoon through the window, and the stunt driver is just very stoic about this. Oh yeah, you would. Th- he's just like whistling to himself. You imagine like, <laughs> whistling, Dixie, man. like stone face. Doesn't react to this harpoon firing through the fucking passenger seat at high speed. Fucking call me Ishmael outside, fucking at one hundred miles it's, per hour. And literally, they show they show him climbing into the front windshield. Like <laughs> the guy is still not reacting. It's the road. not until the dude is inside the cab that he starts to react and gets shot by a weird. They had tread darts. But the dart isn't even a dart. I don't know if you noticed. It was like a like a fucking ball with little spikes on all the It ends. looked like a little koosh ball. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they shot him with a koosh ball and, and knocked him asleep. out. Well, that's what happens when you got gunpowder behind it. It's yeah. a koosh ball at 300 miles per hour. Hit him in his arm so hard it made him pass out. <laughs> so they steal some uh, DVDs. Not no. even DVD players. We don't even find out how they offload it. No, it's it, it just kind of just it, in the middle of the scene, like the truck drives off, and that's it. Yeah, we cut to our not, fucking. Not hero. only that, they keep it very mysterious because I guess the movie needs some kind of mystery to yeah. it. But like, we never see him wearing this black clad gear again, do we? Or the helmets and everything. Using uh, Vince's even. Vince. Well, only one person that we saw had the helmet on, and that was the person coming through the window. Which then Vince does wear a motorcycle helmet. Ah, uh, but he takes it off later. Yeah, which he, he takes it off and then literally hits his head. Like, <laughs> yeah. fucking we'll, idiot. We'll get to that. <laughs> um, then we're introduced, right? This is, we immediately go to Paul the introduction Walkies. of Paul Walker as Brian O'Connor. Brian Spilner. Brian Earl Spilner is his undercover name. Serial killer. Serial killer name. Now, Brian is a baby blue-eyed little boy. Yep. With hair like ramen noodles. <laughs> Does look like ramen noodles. He's got wavy ramen noodles on the top of his head. And from moment one, when you see him, you just want to kiss him, right? Oh, yeah. And He's... then he proceeds to drive like a jackass in front of Dodger Stadium. Is that where that was? Oh, okay. yeah. You, you know the geography. Cause yeah, they're up LA. at Dodger right. Stadium. How do you think he rented that? Just because he's a cop? You think they managed to, like... I don't think he rented it. I think he just, like, drove just up, up there, there in the middle and just, of the like, day and fuck people. Set up some cones like he was a fucking 
high school football coach. Yeah, he's like, yeah, there's no, there's no games on today. It reminded me of the first mission from the uh, PlayStation game Driver. If you yes. remember that. Yeah, where you're, where in, you're the in the parking garage. Yeah. yeah. Could never beat it. No. Never played dude. the rest of that game. Dude, I played the, I had an emulator for it, and I played it, and I was like, fuck. This <laughs> yeah, this, I'm not getting out of this. Blows. You gotta, like, slalom between the fucking Doesn't tell uh, you how to do anything. It's no. do these things, and it's like, okay. Which, so, hey, it seems like Brian is literally playing the intro of that game, because he, too, can't seem to figure no, out how to drop learning curve. <laughs> he seemed pissed at the end. He was, uh, he was a little steamed. Um, well, he's pissed because his car that souped up maxes out at 140. My goddamn Chevy Malibu when I first got it maxed out at 120. Come on, you're telling me all this power in this car is <laughs> maxing out? More? Did you go on a demon ride? Kind of. If you don't know what a de- if you don't you want to talk about demon rides? Yeah, tell him about demon. We ride. learned about the demon ride because we were watching uh, what was it Point Break where Point Break. Keanu's shirtless and he's got this scar on his abdomen and it's, yeah. he's very curious about this. So I looked it up. And he used to go out in, like, the fucking mountainsides of California. He would go on something called a demon ride, where he's riding his motorcycle, and he would cut the fucking headlights off. And so you drive as fast as you can with no light. Kind of like Riggins in the first episode of True Detective yes. Season 2. And he fucking crashed into the side of a mountain, dude. <laughs> it's and, like, good, thing just... he, good thing he crashed into the side of the mountain, rather than crashing off the mountain. Yeah, or else we wouldn't <laughs> be blessed no with 30 years of Keanu. Although he is a vampire, so he may have survived. Hey, he would have just flown off. His <laughs> wings would have bad. It would have been like Last Jedi where Leia's in the air and she just floats back into the ship. Yeah, spoilers, if you haven't seen Last Jedi, what the fuck you're doing? Um, that's a demon ride. Uh, so Actually, that makes a nice natural segue because Keanu starred in Point Break. Yep. Which was a huge influence on this film, oh, which you obvious. watched earlier. So if you want to talk about some of the similarities between the two. It's really, it's, you know, I thought it was a lot more similar than it actually turns out to be. It's really just kind of the pacing of the script that's really similar. And obviously, like, the undercover cop and, like, right. the whole ending. But it is really just the pacing of, like, how they end up becoming friends. Like, they have this, like, standoffish moment and it's, like... So, like, the, the beats are very similar. Oh, yeah. So the beat yeah. sheets were, they had them up on the wall. Yeah, it saving, seemed like saving the cat. Yeah, it seemed like he wrote down the beats of Point Break, and he's like, "All right, I need a moment like this." Yeah, <laughs> crosses out surfboard and writes stock car. Yeah. <laughs> and Eliza Dushku does this. Eliza, yeah, I was looking at the IMDb trivia, and apparently the role of Mia was written specifically for Eliza Dushku. Which, like, was she that big a star at the time? I don't remember. I guess that. like Bring It On. <sighs> so not only that, um, we had. Christian Bale, Mark Wahlberg, and Eminem were all, they were looking at them for the part of Brian. <laughs> and then uh, Natalie Portman, like Bijou Phillips, and yeah. a couple other people uh, auditioned for Mia. Is that how you pronounce her name? Bijou? Bijou, I guess, yeah. yeah. But most interesting was that Rob Cohen apparently wanted the cast of Saved by the Bell to be reunited. <laughs> he wanted Mario Lopez as Dominic Toretto, Mark Paul Gosselaar as Brian... And Dustin Diamond Screech himself as Jesse. Which, honestly, that's maybe the only part of the casting where I'm like, yeah, I can see Yeah, it. I can yeah, see, like, like, Screech. Screech would make it okay, Jesse. <laughs> Just completely absurd. Although I still think that uh, Eminem would have been a good Leon. E- Eminem would have worked in the role of Lee. Because Leon, the whole time, he's, like, talking in slang, but yeah. he's, like, the whitest dude I've ever seen. Or he is the whitest dude. He's, yo, Dom, he is, what's I don't up, know, brother? I don't know how, like... 
politically correct this would be, but especially at the time of like 2001, like he is the stereotypical what was known as a wigger at the time. Yeah, like, absolutely. He's just like the whitest dude ever trying to be like as black as he can. He just yeah, comes off of, like a dumbass. One of my old coworkers called them yo boys. Yo boys. I like that. I had never heard that, but she was like, yeah, it's a white dude who's like, he comes up to me and he goes, yo boy. <laughs> <laughs> What a, what a way to he approach smokes, a woman. Smokes Newport 100s. And Yo, boy. <laughs> Yo, boys. Um, so, uh, Toretto's Market and Cafe, that's where we're at. Okay, yeah, which... Okay, so here's the thing. Immediately, what I caught was this guy is boosting fucking televisions and DVDs and VCRs, and this dude's an entrepreneur. He's a businessman. He's got a Toretto's owner, Market and Cafe. A young, early 2000s business owner. Yeah. And he's apparently back there doing accounting. Like, yeah, well, all right, so Brian comes in. Drinking is, beer. Brian comes in, he wants his tuna sandwich. No crust. Tuna on white, no crust. Meanwhile, Toretto's in the back, fucking cooking the books. <laughs> I was honestly thinking, like, the whole time, I was like, he should have had some glasses on. Like, the, the clear glasses that Rocky Balboa yes, has. Yes, like the he bottom at the, like, CVS. Like, we should have just seen his back, and then he turns and looks up at the camera. It's <laughs> clear class. You don't think anything of it. It's not until when when Vince comes in and starts shit that he takes them off, and you're yeah. like, "Uh oh, hang on." It's going from Clark Kent to Superman. Yeah. Wait, this guy has muscles. <laughs> the glasses totally took your attention off of his muscles. I love the introduction here when Vince and everybody pull up in their fucking cars, and they show close-ups of the cars. We were trying to figure out what they were. I the guess designs, like Greek gods or something like yeah, the decals on the side. I guess it was like... They're the Greek car gods. It was Hermes or some shit, like Hercules on the side. But, of course. And the outfits are incredible. My favorite is we get a close-up of Letty's boots. Dude. And they're these huge, like... Like, the, you would see, like, emo girls wearing them yep. in middle school. <laughs> these, like, like black these boots. platform with, yeah. boots, yeah. And they have flames going And then the she's side. got the baggy pants on with the, like, G-string, like, straps coming up over the hips. And the, like, belly shirt. Yeah, and the, these sunglasses that are, like, weird little ovals over her eyes. <laughs> and she's constantly in the movie doing, like, this weird shit with her tongue where, like, it's, like, always pushed to the side and, like... I didn't notice that. Oh, yeah, dude, especially, uh, she does it most prominently later when, when, uh, Dom gets back home. She's like, it was just a question. And they're like this weird shit with her tongue. I'm like, is that supposed to make you look menacing? What we're going to have to do when we post the episode is take a picture of you doing the tongue thing. And not a, not an actual screen cap of Michelle Rodriguez doing it. Oh, we'll put them side by side. Yeah. Who, did the, who did the tongue better? Who does better? it best? Tongue work. <laughs> she seems like a pro. She's a pro of tongue work. So yeah, you get her and then you get, I believe Leon gets introduced. Or no, it's Jesse. Leon and Jesse and then Vince. Vince. Vince is my second favorite character in the whole movie. Hmm. Well, he'd be my third, but yeah. Well, we'll rank him at the end. Yes. Um, Vince is amazing. It's uh, this guy, Matt Schultz. The only other thing I can remember seeing him in is Blade 2. Oh, he is in Blade he's, 2. He's a member of Ron Perlman's crew. Like and he's in Fast crew. 6. 5. Or 5? Yeah, he comes back in 5. <laughs> Aside from the Fast and Furious series. Spoilers gets fucking yeah. destroyed. Don't want to spoil it for anybody who's watching it for the first time, maybe. <laughs> If you really liked Vince, yeah, maybe skip five. <laughs> Let it go on. All you Vince heads out there. Um, so I think we're supposed to believe that Vince really has it in for Brian 
because he's in love with Mia. Okay, and there's a point later where this is, I think it applies to how Vince feels about Mia. Mia's telling the story about how um, Letty, growing up, had the biggest crush on Dom, and then when they turned 16, all of a sudden she had Dom's attention. Uh-huh. I think it's similar where Mia probably had a huge crush on Vince growing up because he's known them all since he was in third grade third with grade, Dom. Third grade, yeah. And then when Mia started to mature, he all of a sudden got the hots for her, and she was like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. That's okay. my thing. Yeah, I was I was in love with you for ten years. Exactly. Now yeah. you're finally catching yeah, on. I grew tits, and now you, yeah. you want to go? Okay, I like that. Well, see, I was going to say, I mean, subtextually, Vince is clearly in love with Dom. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, underneath it all, yeah. Yeah, and he's, he's jealous, because, all right, he's known him all his life. Yep, third grade. Third grade. Here comes this young, new hotshot. He's going to bang the chick he's in love with. Yeah, he's oh, in man. love with. The chick he wants is his beard so that he can be closer to, <laughs> Dom. to Dom. In his mesh tank top, looking like Bennett from fucking Commando. <laughs> <laughs> What's he got? He's got, like, leather fucking bracelets yeah, on. <laughs> they look just like bracers. Like Hundreds you, of belts. You know this guy was at, like, some fucking weird BDSM club, like, this sucking off a dude in a gimp mask. This guy's wardrobe is like if a rave... Fuck to uh, yield times or whatever the fuck the night the Ren Fair <laughs> Ren Fair yeah like the, what were you gonna call it the Night Palace no what was the thing where you go to eat dinner and they like joust in oh medieval times medieval times yeah, yeah. yield times medieval yield times oh yield times is from um, role models I watched that recently good one but yeah it looks like medieval times fucked a nineties rave and out came his outfit. Uh, Pop Vince. He's got leather bracers. Mesh. I mean, so he's basically playing the same character in Blade 2, if you yeah. haven't seen Blade 2. Yeah. Maybe that's just that guy. The 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 whole scene where he's fighting Paul Walker. Brown. Okay, first of all, when he gets out, he sees his truck, and he goes, what is this guy, sandwich crazy? This guy sandwich crazy? It's a sandwich. They go in, and uh, I like his hair. <laughs> Leon and uh, Leon and Leon Jesse, Jesse are fucking the peanut playing gallery. Playing with sunglasses. Uh, <laughs> So they start fighting. He goes, Wait. dude, all because all because Brian says, "All right, I'll see it. Thanks, Mia. I'll see you tomorrow." And he tomorrow. goes, "Tomorrow, <laughs> shocker! This guy comes here every fucking day. He's fed up. He's had it. I'm I don't not know coming what, back here. I don't tomorrow. know what the straw was that broke the camel's back, but just those beautiful blue eyes. He started to get hard for him over Dom." You think that's what it was? Like, he maybe. finally, like, came around to Brian, and he was a little bit, like, resentful Well, of that. maybe, yeah. Maybe it's like he's supposed to be in love with Mia to get closer to Dom, but then this dude comes in and starts hitting on me, and he's like, fuck, he is sexy. <laughs> <laughs> he hates him. He's punching himself yeah. at night. Yeah. <laughs> beating himself with a cat of Mark nine Wahlberg tails. Mark in fear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I could see it. Yeah. It try Fat Burger. You can get yourself a burger and fries. For, for- two ninety five. Two ninety five. That's not a bad. You get, deal. Well, I originally had it written down as three ninety five. Then we, we watched it. And it was two ninety five. You can't even get the dollar menu that cheap anymore. Burger fresh from Fat Burger. And Fat Burger is fucking expensive. Like I've only eaten at Fat Burger once because I was like, this is overpriced as shit. This is some fancy stuff. It, no, it's garbage, but it's overpriced. <laughs> it's extremely well, it's costly. Because Vince talks about it and Ice Cube talks about it, and uh, it was a good day. Yeah. Uh, fat burger. So when yeah, I was living in California, I was like, I gotta peep this fat burger. It's like this is garbage. I never <laughs> ate there again. Two ninety five though, I'd have been like, this is a decent meal. <laughs> uh, so where do we go? They from there? fight. They they fight. 
Uh, while they're fighting, like Vince comes up from behind him, and the song is called "Watch Your Back." It's called "Watch Your Back." Watch, watch, watch your, your back. watch your watch your back. And one part we were baffled by is Leon comes in and he gets like bumped, and his food goes flying everywhere. I don't know. And we weren't where. sure if it was like peanuts or, or French fries. fries. I don't know where he got this food from no, either because he didn't have it when they were in the restaurant thing. And it's not like. It, Which maybe he was like, he saw the fight going on and he was grabbing like a bag of peanuts as he ran out. But yeah, he gets bumped. That shit goes everywhere. everywhere. Going flying. Um, next. This is Toretto's thing with like Brian where they first have their interaction. It's like, oh, you work for Harry. He's like, yeah, just started. He's like, you were just fired. You were just fired. Yeah. I'm in your face. Yeah. What, what kind it's, of a, it's a good scene just for like well, he's, Diesel's reaction. He's bringing it. Diesel's fucking. Diesel is honestly like shit. really good throughout this entire oh, yeah. fucking film. Like he's he's got his big monologue later, mm-hmm. uh, the quarter mile at a time. He's really good. Where he literally raises his arms like he's in like three hundred or yeah, like gladiator. Gives, like are you not entertained? Speech. Um, fuck what, when he's got the shotgun at the end oh, yeah. and he's I'm going to save Jesse. Was, and dude, he's about to drop it, the f bomb again, but they already used their one f bomb with Ja Rule because he's like get your f-. and then yeah. that's when Jesse pulls up. Well, I read that they had to cut. They had an R rating originally, and they had to cut some stuff. Oh my One god! One of the big ones was Vince's mutilated arm at the end. Oh! Like after, I guess they had a close up of it after getting cut up by the cable when yeah. he was hanging off the truck. Which I don't know why it got cut up that badly. It was on the arm. He had his leather bracer <laughs> he had on. His bracer, yeah. He had armor. So Paul, Paul Bryan, Paul Bryan, Paul Bryan, Paul Bryan Gosselaire, Paul O'Brien, Paul O'Brien goes back to uh, Harry's. And the interesting thing I noticed, you were out smoking a cigarette, I don't know if you saw this, but I guess he just has a bed in the back of this place that he sleeps in? Yeah, he rents a room. He rents a room from the guy who owns the auto shop? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because that's where he has Mia later, and he's literally... Yeah, that's the scene I'm talking about. His room literally just has, like, pictures torn out of magazines of cars. Like, tires and shit on the wall. (laughs) Taped onto the wall. He's like a (laughs) 13-year-old. Yeah, I used to cut pictures out of, like, Sports Illustrated and hang them on the wall. Exactly. (laughs) But, uh... (laughs) It's just weird because it's like it was like a side of the office. Like yeah. the doors open, like you can see clear through the front door. There's a bunk back there. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Dude, it, he's undercover. You know, like what better way to really get into the, uh, the world guess, of cars? I guess maybe that was set up by the cops. Like they were yeah. like, which then leads me to the question: like, Does Harry know that he's a he's a FBI agent? That's what I was wondering. I think yes. Yeah. But not FBI though. He's cops. No, he's I LAPD. thought. No, I thought he was FBI because then the other dude... No, it's a joint operation. That's one thing we need to talk about. This was a joint operation between the LAPD and the FBI to bring down DVD player thieves. Yeah. So then the, the, the black dude and the guy who falls over his own two feet, they're FBI? They're FBI. Oh, I thought they were LAPD. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, Ted, Ted Levine, Buffalo yeah. Bill from Silence of the yeah. Lambs, is and... like the police guy. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He starts working with the feds in two. That's right. They yeah. bring that black guy back. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think we're there yet in the narrative, though. No, 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 no. But we go I... to Race Wars next, right? No, Race Wars. Or not Race Wars. Sorry, the, the first race. Yeah, we go to the With first the race. race. Where, yeah, he rolls up and he's like, I'm waiting on Toretto. Yeah, it's not how you stand by your car. Dude, it's, how you ra- <laughs> it's not how you stand by your car. It's how you race it. It's murder. Murder. 
Murderonica. He rolls up, and the soundtrack is blasted rolling by Limp Biscuit. Yes. And that had to have been Brian. Like, you know it was Paul Walker pulling up. Which possibly one of my most embarrassing moments was that I said Kid yeah, Rock. Yeah, you said Kid Rock, but it's easy to get them mixed up. I felt although, bad. I felt very embarrassed Although about it that. seems Kid Rock and Fred Durst are now at opposite ends of the political spectrum. They are, yeah. Kid Rock... Considering running for Senate, Senate or, or some something shit. like a Republican or governor, I don't fucking right wing is against Fred Durst earlier today was tweeting at the president, trying to talk sense <laughs> to the president. Sir, 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 show some sense of decorum, please. We need a leader. <laughs> Yo, Mark Hamill throws straight barbs at fucking at Donald Trump. Meanwhile, Fred Durst is like, sir, I'm sir, like, rein it in a little bit. Trying to parlay with them. Think about the children, sir. <laughs> Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. My generation. Yeah. He's thinking about his generation. He is, man. He's he took a look around, and now he's thinking about his generation. Oh, dude, he had the mic to his head like a gun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the race. Yeah, so Brian shows up trying to fucking prove his get his respect. That's all he wants. He says he. He, and I think that's what endears him to Dom. Oh, absolutely. It's not about the cars. It's not about the money. It's about the respect and yeah, the because when he when he burns out in this race, they cut to Paul inside the car, and I actually like this bit. He doesn't like scream. He doesn't shout. He doesn't pound on the steering wheel. He just kind of laughs. Yeah. He's oh like, yeah. Fuck! I almost had him. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. And look, he was yeah. He wasn't pissed at all that he lost. And not only that, when Brian overdoes when he's pulling up to the line and goes over. And they show, like, he backs up to the line, and they show the reactions of everybody through it. Like, Vin Diesel, even, is just like, Busta. Busta, eager, eager little Busta. Yeah, like, he's not like, he's not like, oh, pathetic or anything. He's like, he sees that overexcitement in him. My favorite part during the race, we talked about this while we were watching it, was um, Paul Walker hits the Nas for the second time. And his fucking car starts going insane, like, shooting nuts and bolts out. <laughs> like, fucking, like... That shit would go right through your skull. Yeah. It's going, ping, 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 like he's fucking at Normandy, like, storming the beach. I thought we were watching Dunkirk for <laughs> yeah, a second. This, this huge chunk of metal comes flying out from under his car. Which, and my theory is we don't see the Asian kid that was playing you Gran see, Turismo. You, there's, yeah, there's an Asian guy in the race, he's playing PlayStation in his car. He's playing Gran like Turismo he just got and his, runs a car into a wall. Like, he just got his ride pimped by Exhibit. <laughs> yeah, he does. Who needs a PlayStation in there? <laughs> Yo, dog. <laughs> and we don't see him again, and I like to think that that plate that flies off of, of Brian's car took his fucking head off. Final Destination style. <laughs> like fucking Sean William Scott. <laughs> Yo, dog. I heard you like celery. <laughs> we put a celery chopper in your car. <laughs> the most pointless shit of all time. Yeah, he got his car pimped, and then was like, I'm gonna go find a street race. <laughs> <laughs> Came straight from the show. I heard that a lot of those guys on Pimp My Ride, after they got their rides pimped, like their insurance rates mm-hmm. just went through the roof and they had to sell their fucking cars. Yeah. And they, they like couldn't sell them for a lot because it's like they, they were got, all like, modded out. Yeah. Set up and shit. Exactly. Like, like how gonna are we going to sell this, this shit? Yeah. Fuck you, exhibit, you con, man. It's like you literally would have had to have broken those cars down for all that fancy shit and sold them all yeah, separately. separately. Yeah, separately. Yeah, sold them for parts, really. Josh, you might have been able to make a killing if you had taken the time to do it that way. Probably. Dude, put I mean, they, they, they threw some there. nice shit in there, man. Yeah. Like personal home theaters, popcorn yeah. makers, 
don't know why you got a popcorn maker in a car, but whatever. That's like literally how you get into an accident and die. <laughs> Have you seen the I was video? making popcorn. There's a video on YouTube. It's uh, like every exhibit entrance from Pimp My Ride. It's like a 10 minute video. No, that sounds incredible. And he's just like, he, he's almost like a sorcerer. He's like Shang Tsung. Like he'll like disappear and pop up on other sides of the street. And then he'll pop up in front of the camera like, yo, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for your soul. Oh, yeah. And I'll pimp your ride. No! <laughs> um, so after the street race, uh, Toretto's getting chased by the police. Okay, first of all, Toretto didn't even need to be chased by the fucking police. He parks his car in a parking garage, is walking yeah, on the, the side of the street. Yeah, walking on the side of the street, puts his jacket on, and a cop happens to recognize him because I guess he's the only buff, bald guy in L.A. at the time. <laughs> he's like... Dominic Toretto. And he, goes, the, he comes over the, the loudspeaker and goes, Toretto. Yeah. Fucking, hold on. Here's my question. If he knew this was Toretto, why didn't he just go to his house and wait for him? Yeah, and bust up that party. Yeah. We're like, they, they're playing there's guitar a, loud as hell. Vince is over here doing Vince power chords. Vince is shredding on this thing. Looks there's like Eddie Van hand, Halen. There's a handgun on the table. I know, man. And Corona's to be had. This is a listen as hell. There's probably some underage kids there. I'm pretty sure Jesse was fucking an underage girl. Jesse was, well, Jesse was supposed to be like 17, I think. Some motherfucker's 28. Was, was, I did notice, yeah, I mentioned that they had a very, like, Denny and Johnny from the room relationship where yeah. Jesse was... I just like to watch you guys. Which, and then Dom is the one who tells him, he's like, take it upstairs. You can't detail a car with the cover on. <laughs> oh, no. But yeah, so Toretto's... I thought he said with cum on it. <laughs> with the cover on it. I thought it. he said you can't detail a car with cum on it. <laughs> That's oh. a rule at the Toretto shop. <laughs> you... If you bring your car and you get detailed, there's cum on it. They won't touch it. He's got a sign on the wall that he points to. Like, sorry. No cum. No go. No cum, no go. <laughs> <laughs> because the Toretto's walking on the street and this cop stops. It's like, he could have literally just, like, stopped him and been like, yeah, what's the problem, officer? He's like, oh, I know you're involved in the street race. He's like, I don't have a car. I'm, I'm walking. walking with a leather jacket on. There's cool no probable too. cause. Yeah, dope jacket. Vin Diesel always has dope jackets. Always a dope jacket. Always a cross medallion on his neck. And yep. But yeah, instead he fucking always runs. Always a bald head. He hauls he ass runs down. Like, a a f- like he would have been caught if it weren't for the Busta. And here comes the Busta, and his, his car, car magically works. His car magically works. It was smoking before, so I had the idea that maybe he just popped his hood and poured water on it. <laughs> took a piss on <laughs> yeah, it. Took a piss. Took a leak on this thing and started going again just to cool it down. <laughs> And they're rolling. Still got a hole in the floor, but yeah. don't mind that. <laughs> it's like right under the passenger seat. Vin's running like Fred Flintstone while they're rolling down the block. He's fucking cutting up the bottoms. <laughs> and then for some so, reason, they're in Koreatown. Then they're automatically in Koreatown. And some and... Japanese guys approach him. <laughs> it's, well, no, Johnny Tran, I think, is he's Korean. Is he? Well, he's Korean and Die Another Day. It's Rick Yoon. He played the guy with the diamonds in his oh, face. Oh, Yoon. Yeah, I guess he is Korean. Yeah, and then Johnny Tran and his cousin Lance. <laughs> God, Lance. The Lance. guy in the snakes. I, sa- I said Vince was my second favorite character. Lance is my favorite after this viewing. Dude, Lance fucking owns. Lance is amazing. So they pull up, and they're- I thought it was just like, like some kind of... Asian temple or something because there's all these statues and shit look very somber. Dude, it says serious. restaurant. And it's a Chinese restaurant it or says, whatever. It, it says fucking restaurant. <laughs> We're mixing up our countries here. There's a fucking like statue garden. I, uh, but then they got garages in the back too. Yeah. 
It's it's their own little island nation. The uh, the layout of this little compound is fucking nonsense. It's because yeah, we come back to it later. It's it's almost like an Asian fairground or something. Like, <laughs> they, they should have like a Ferris wheel in the back. That's <laughs> only on Sundays. They take it down. <laughs> yeah. They blow up the car. So there was some okay, kind of business. Okay, hold on, hold on. I have written down the the line that made me realize Lance was a god was fucking. <laughs> he fucking Tran asks him. He goes, "What do you think about the car, Lance?" And Lance just goes, "It's an amazing machine." <laughs> That's his one line <laughs> in the movie. Other than that, he gets fucked up. I had to look that guy up because I was like, he looks very familiar. What's he been in? He's just a TV dude. He's been like a million TV shows. Um, he was on Prison Break. He was in like The Dark Knight, I think. You know who else was in Prison Break? <clears throat> oh, the chick from Point Break. Which chick? The Lori, main chick. Lori Petty? Yeah. She was on Prison Break? Yeah. When? I don't know. It was when I was looking her up earlier oh. to see if she was still hot. And folks, let me tell you, holy shit, she is not. Life came at her hard and quick. It's because Keanu stole her life essence. <laughs> yeah, that's why he still <laughs> looks young. He sucked it all into himself. <laughs> I wonder if we went back and looked at all the people he's like co-starred with. If they, they all look they like all just shit look now. ragged, yeah. <laughs> he's still looking <laughs> he's, pristine. He's got his... Woo! <laughs> looking like a goddamn porcelain statue <laughs> just steals all the life uh, dude that's why swayze got pancreatic cancer he took his pancreas no dude keanu just took so much of his life force that he got pancreatic cancer at 59 instead he sucked the soul like straight through his mouth He's, oh. anyway <laughs> i'm thinking of like jason goes to hell did you ever see that one no i didn't get that far oh well it's not doesn't really have jason in it at the beginning he gets blown up and his heart comes out nice and then uh they have him at the fucking coroner's office and the coroner is george washington duke from rocky Fuck five yeah it is <laughs> and, and the heart compels him to take a bite out of it and jason's like soul goes into george washington duke's body and is george washington duke the bad guy through like the first 20 minutes or so but oh. then he starts like possessing people he'll like kiss them and this black snake goes into their mouth oh is that <laughs> so is that the poster with the snake going through the eye yeah or yeah yeah Jason okay i out. remember that poster it's not good <laughs> i mean george washington duke killing people sounds pretty good well you got about 15 minutes of that and then, so i'll watch just that yeah and then turn it off and you're you're good <laughs> okay. but at the end that one's famous because freddy's claw comes out of the ground pulls the mask in and so that was the setup for Freddy vs. Oh, Jason. Oh, no shit. Okay. But then they did Jason X in between. <laughs> Space yeah, Jason? Spacing. Spacing. Uh, it's your boy, Spacing. Hey, guys, it's your boy, Spacing. Welcome to... <laughs> I don't know what he does. He's a, like a space DJ or something. I haven't, I haven't thought that character through. <laughs> space DJ. Hey, it's your boy, Spacing, coming at you live from the International Space Spacing. I'm here. I'm here playing all your favorite space. Beaming hits. down the hits. My my i my iPhone 26. Beaming down the hits from the year 2066. Dude, hooch, that was a heinous fart. Yeah, it smells rancid. <laughs> I don't even know where we're at. We're back at the party, I think. <laughs> yeah, well, we're we're at that point because it's an amazing. Tran blows Did we talk about the, the snakeskin pants? I I was mentioning it, but yeah. Okay, I don't... sorry. So when they first meet Johnny Tran and Lance. There's this ADR, like, uh, the Vin Diesel's off screen. A lot of this movie has a ton of ADR. A ton of ADR, yeah. Like, most of the dialogue in this was done in the studio. But he goes, that right there is Johnny Tran. And the guy in the snakeskin pants is his cousin Lance. (laughs) Pants and Lance. Lance pants. There's a close-up, even, when he gets off his motorcycle of the snakeskin pants. Yes. 
I yeah, it, like of his ass. Yeah, it's like, like his, a Joel Schumacher. It's his shot. ass. Well, they were trying to show the machine gun on his hip, right? But, but they, yeah, they got all ass. up in the snake pants ass, <laughs> the snake ass, his snake like ass. He's a very thin man. <laughs> He's slender. Slender man coming twenty eighteen. Do you think he sheds his pants? <laughs> like nobody's ever seen him naked from the waist down. He just has another pair <laughs> underneath. They just fall off <laughs> all through LA in the alleyways. You find Nick pants. You go through Koreatown, <laughs> any back alley in Koreatown, you will find yourself a pair of snakeskin pants. <laughs> They were shed off of Lance. Oh my god. Lance's pants. Uh, there's like a detective who goes around and he goes, who sniffs him? He goes, it's Lance. It's Lance again. It's Lance. Lance Tran. He's, he's still on the loose Lance Tran. <laughs> I imagine that's his name. He's yeah. like his cousin. That's his cousin. First cousin. Lance Tran. So they go back to the party. Oh yeah. And uh, Vin invites him in. And... <laughs> Uh, fucking Vince. Sorry, I'm losing it here. Vince is playing. Vince is playing two power chords. And these two girls are like all about it, idolizing man. him. He's got yeah. his foot up on the table, and these two women are like down on the floor looking up at him. He looks like such a fucking cock. <sighs> Great characterization, oh, like yeah. I'm saying, man. Oh, Perfect yeah. for Vince. Because I asked you, would you expect Vince to play anything but power chords? No. Oh, absolutely No, he doesn't not. know how to play anything intricate. <sighs> so <laughs> Diesel comes in. Oh, okay, first of all, there's a white boy dancing. The white boy So was, terribly. He was, like, doing a wiggle worm while standing. And you thought it was, what's his name? I thought first? it was Leon, but Leon's got a chick in his lap, and, yeah. and uh, Diesel comes in. He goes, where were you? Literally smacks the shit <laughs> yeah. out of a beer out Leon of his hand. Leon goes, uh, we were about to come and get you, Dom. <laughs> And he smacks the beer like 15 feet across the room and goes over to Vince. Is this your beer? <laughs> and yeah. then he just snatches it Vince out of says, his yeah. <laughs> There's a lot to this scene. There's a lot a lot of character dynamics comes going in, on. You know? Letty's playing PS2 on the, on the floor, floor, face down. Which like cannot be comfortable. It's a hardwood no, floor. No, and she's that's like, got to hurt her neck, too. Oh, she's and her a elbows. foot away from the screen, yeah. Yep. So then, yeah, he's, he literally steps over her. Takes the beer from Vince, goes back, Letty's now up. And, and did we even talk about the contentious relationship between Letty and Dom? Okay, no, so like on the way back, when they're leaving the Korean restaurant. Yeah, while they're Stone walking Garden, away before they get the cab. He, he says, says it's a complicated story, and he goes, well, we got a 20-mile hike. And he goes, uh, well, it was a business deal that went south, and I made the mistake of sleeping with his sister. Right, and as far as we know... Dom and Letty have been together since, since high, school. high school, right? Yeah. So, and this seems like it was recent. Yeah, considering he'd just done business and fucked up something with John. Yeah. And he slept with his sister. This had to have been within the past month or two. Yeah. Oh no, and that's and why you, you can tell that Letty throughout the first at least well half earlier hour, on at the race he's talking to those two blondes and she yeah, comes up and goes, I, "I smell skanks." And I then, was just talking. And then later at the party, she's like, "You should come. You should bring me upstairs. And give me a massage." He goes, oh, we got guests. Yeah. <laughs> like, we got people to take care of now. He's, she, trying she to be, give a fuck. he's trying to be a good host. But she's frankly. trying to get that dick. She wants the D. She's like, look, you need to give me that apology cock. Yeah, she wants that diesel That's what pumped that is, into that her. That diesel pumped into her. <laughs> and she gets it. 
Oh yeah, which and thank God for Mia deciding to like do her hair. And she she saves Brian's ass. She sees well, him coming after, through after, the window after Vin Diesel says, "Let's clink them." You can have any brew you want as long as oh, it's, it's a Corona. Corona. Have you heard the story behind the Corona? Mm-mm. Mm. So they mentioned this. I saw an article when Fate of the Furious came out. Okay. There's no Corona in Fate of the Furious. It's like Budweiser and shit. Yeah. Which is weird. Another I didn't like it. reason why Fate isn't that good. Yeah. Well, we'll get around to it. Yeah. We got some things to say. <laughs> it's coming, baby. But Fat, buckle up, Vin. Apparently, they never paid Corona, or Corona never paid them a dime. There was nothing going between them. They were just like people in South LA or whatever drinking Corona lots. So let's just throw it in the movie. So they contacted Corona. They were like, "Hey, we want to drink some Corona," and they were like, "Okay, here's some cases." Go yeah, ahead. cool. And so they threw it in the movie for free. And ever since then, there was no money exchanged. There was no sort of advertising dollars. I mean, as much product placement as in this movie. Oh yeah, Corona gave none of it. They were just like, here's were, free beer. Yeah, they were just free beer. So it was like, all Corona right, knows freaking. what's up. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, they had what? They had PlayStation, Gran Turismo. Yeah, uh, uh, Coke. I uh, actually wrote down a few Did you of write them. down all of them? I don't know if I have all of them. Yeah, Coke, Red Bull, Pizza Hut, PS2, all the car shit. Yeah, like NOS, Michelin, fucking it's like Pirelli's. Top, yeah, yeah, top of the line shit. And Snapple. Oh, and Snapple, Snapple gets mentioned. So, so Paul Walker's drinking his Corona. He takes like two sips out of it that he got from Vince. And then he just sets it down and grabs a Snapple. Well, because Mia comes in interrupts Vince trying to get yeah. shitty and is like, why don't you get me a drink? And the drink he gets her is a fucking Snapple. Snapple. And they both sit there drinking Snapple like preteens. Yeah. And the song playing, I should note, is uh, Area Codes by Ludacris. Yes. yes. There was a meme about this last year. And it was, it's like one of those fake texts between like a girl and her boyfriend. It's, it's like, Bay, what are you thinking about? And then it's like, in the movie, The Fast and the Furious, if they're listening to the song Area Codes by Ludacris, and then Ludacris is in the second movie as Tej, who performs the song Area Codes. But. Ludacris? No, I was thinking about this. I listened in the movie. You don't hear Ludacris in the song at all. They never play his verses. You just hear the hook by Nate Dogg. Interesting. So, perhaps in this universe, the song Area Codes is maybe just performed by Nate, Nate Dogg. Dog, yeah. Or there's another rapper. Dude, I mean, well, that's The like bigger saying... question is, there's like three different Ja Rule songs in this movie, yes. and Ja Rule is in the film. Which, I, 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 I think I have a theory for that. I like to believe that that was just Ja Rule's character's fire mixtape that he's constantly selling he's, he's at the races. Yeah, I yeah. like that. He's got it in the trunk. <laughs> yeah. Monica! Yo, Monica, Monica go pass out my fire-ass mixtapes. Oh, Monica! Oh. Yeah, they cut away too soon. She actually walked over and just like threw his CDs on the ground. She's, I'm done with you. She dumped out a whole crate of them. Which, yeah, we'll, we'll mention her later. She comes... Monica does come back, and I was very surprised. This took an eagle eye, I thought. Oh, yeah, too... Th- yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll bring that back up. Uh, you want to take a break real quick? Uh, maybe smoke? Maybe You got to pee? Yeah, I got to pee. I got a urine. Yeah, we can take a... We can take a five. I'll take five. Even though we're literally 30 minutes into the movie. That's perfect. <laughs> uh, I'm Paul Walker, starring in The Fast and the Furious. All the racing stunts in our film are performed in a staged environment by professionals with years of training and experience. So with that in mind, be smart, drive safe, and stay legal. Um, where were we in this film? We had just finished the party. We, finished we, get, the party. we get this midsection. That's a, it's a lot of, like, is Brian cop? Is he not a cop? Well, we get shown that he's a cop, like, immediately we, after. Well, yes, after the party. He gets arrested. And uh, I think the big moment to mention in this scene is that... Uh, his his superior officer 
demand some iced cappuccinos. <laughs> and there's yeah. like some IT guy, and he goes, decaf or uh, caffeinated? <laughs> yeah, and he's like, decaf. And then we get... A nice close-up shot of these iced cappuccinos in these, like, frosty mugs. They look delectable, This honestly. IT guy takes his cappuccino skills to fucking heart. Like, that's his side hustle, man. Everybody's got a side hustle. Maybe he got caught, like, hacking and manipulating the stocks for the up-and-coming <laughs> Starbucks. He's a black hat. Yeah, yeah. He was manipulating the soy markets. <laughs> the soy milk for Starbucks. Yeah. yeah, so that's when we get revealed that Brian's a cop. And it's, it's all kind of whatever. Because Brian never acts like a cop. No, he doesn't seem like a narc. But, and Vin doesn't believe he's a narc. Yeah. Because at the end, when he calls in the 911, he's like, I'm Officer Brian yeah, and he's LAPD. He, I mean, he's like... His, he's, he's seething. <laughs> like he's, he's got his mouth going... <laughs> and it's, it's literally, he looks like he's about to rip his head off until Vince goes into shock. And yeah. then he like snaps his attention. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we have that, we have the, he gets, Brian gets caught in the garage, and then they go check out Tran's garage. Yeah. After, like, after a really bad excuse as to why he was snooping in the garage. Well, Hector's running spoon engines with (laughs) 22 caliber NOS. Honda stock. He's got a Honda stock with spoon engines and 22 NOS canisters and 44 tires. It's a fucking Fury Road vehicle. <laughs> He's got like some huge fucking tank. Like a barge. Hector's barge. He's not even racing. It's just supposed to be like a parade float <laughs> yeah. for a race horse. I was working on something cool, Dom. I couldn't even pronounce how cool it was. <laughs> Have you looked up Hector on IMDb? No. Dude's got like 500 credits. He's in fucking everything. What a guy. Like 10 second appearances in every film ever made. As Hector. As Hector. <laughs> Hasn't the Hector any... Cinematic Universe. He hasn't played another character. Hey, fuck him up, Spider-Man! <laughs> he races away. <laughs> That's how he shows up in every movie. He pulls up in his car. Dude. Hey, my name's Hector. Can't pronounce my last name. <laughs> yeah, can't pronounce his last name, yet then speaks perfect Spanish to his friend later. I don't know what's up with this guy, dude. Hector's a fucking enigma. <laughs> he is, dude. Who knows what he does in between movies because he pops up again at seven. So yeah, they as... break in. They break into garages. Harry gets gasoline poured down. Or that oil. wasn't Harry. It was a different guy. That was a guy in Johnny's garage. It was Johnny's mechanic. I thought that was Harry. No, that wasn't Harry. It Harry wasn't. had Harry had like slick back hair. This was like a big fat guy. Harry was pretty chubby. No, that wasn't Harry, dude. I swear. Are you sure? No, they were in Johnny's garage up in the Chinatown or Korea. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I was no, always it wasn't Harry, dude. I've always been convinced that that was Harry. I don't think so. All right, we'll have to if anyone listens to this and can and knows Check the it answer. Out. Yeah, we claimed to be fast geniuses earlier. Let but us we know. We don't know if that's Harry or not. Are you Harry? You know the Eric Andre sketch. Yeah, <laughs> he's got the huge jacket on. <laughs> I don't trust like that. <laughs> our uh, our right and wrong comment section should be a uh, fast right furious wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, they they fuck up some guy who stole his engines. Apparently, yeah, he took his engines and put them in a warehouse. <laughs> I don't even think he was trying to sell them. He just stuck them in a warehouse for some reason. He pours gasoline down his throat. Oh, Lance does have a line in this scene. He goes, what do you think, Lance, the 40 pound or the 50 pound? And Lance he goes, is like, I like 40, 40 pounds. Yeah. Should be good. Yeah. Yeah, all right. So he gets a couple lines. There's gets also... enough to get under there in the, under the SAG rules. <laughs> he got scale. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> during this midsection, there's also the part I like where he goes to see uh, Jesse. Brian's talking to Jesse, and he's like, 
photoshopping pieces of like Jesse, layers of a Jesse car together. Jesse pops in a fucking floppy disk yeah. that says Supra, <laughs> brings up Photoshop images. Yeah, it's like this is this is what it could look together. like. And Brian goes, "Whoa, you should be going to MIT or something." <laughs> <laughs> guy knows how to use Adobe. <laughs> and the Jesse has this fucking weird spiel. Like, I got the uh, attention whatever disorder. You're he's the like, one who's diagnosed. I guess he wasn't focusing when he was at the doctor's office. Exactly. The attention <laughs> what? And he's like smoking the cigarette like down to the filter. And he's like, I don't know, this attention something disorder. He's like, ADD? Brian like knows immediately. Yeah, that's the one. It's like, yeah, that. Really? That's why you couldn't get into MIT? Because you're fucking ADD? Now, the movie really picks up when it gets to race wars. That's when it starts to come back. When Monica makes her triumphant return. Well, that's later in the night. Because yeah. race wars seems to be like a like a 48-hour event. Race wars. Racing during the day, raving, raving by night. Race by day, rave by night. Yes. They should have called it race wars. <laughs> Which, honestly, I think Coachella ripped off race wars. It definitely did. Well, I was going to say that Race Wars does not seem like it's in such a secluded, hidden location, because it's like... They shot that shit out in Palmdale. It was right outside an airport hangar. Yeah, like, it's outside it was, of Palmdale. Yeah, it was like a runway. Yeah, dude. There's an abandoned fucking, like, airport up there. Uh, any cop worth his salt would have driven by and been like... Also, did the... We didn't mention the Pizza Hut driver earlier in the movie, did we? No, I just mentioned that they, uh, they definitely, um... There's product placement at Pizza the Hut. The Pizza Hut, all right. With the, during Cohen. the first race, Rob Cohen, the director, pulls up as a Pizza Hut driver. <laughs> the only car on a street in L.A. at night. It's a Pizza Hut, man. Fucking universe. And he says, go home. Go home, Pizza Boy. Street's closed. Yeah, Goddamn street racers. Goddamn street racers. Like, it's a normal occurrence. And it's ADR'd like shit, and it's still it's delivered poorly. And then we also get, uh, similar to that scene... The producer, Neil H. Moritz, shows up as a Ferrari driver. Yeah, right before Race Wars. And this is this is when Brian gives him his whole spiel, I want to get in on the... Well, because they bust in and fuck up Johnny Tran. Johnny Tran. Oh, and Lance gets fucking chokeslammed. Lance gets slammed like shit, man. The fucking Undertaker comes in. <laughs> just fucking wrecks Puts Lance house. through the floor, dude. dude. It was seriously like Batman v Superman when Batman's fucking those people up. Yeah, puts the guy into the fucking floor. And I think Lance should have had a fucking uh, neck, neck brace on through the rest of the movie, like Elvis and Quantum of Solace. Yeah, because, okay, so Johnny Trey gets all embarrassed in front of his family, so that race wars... Even he... his dad fucking pimp slaps him. Oh, yeah, his dad doesn't want none of this. Yeah. Uh, you, you embarrass me! He's got a lot in common with Toretto. Dude, they're fucking, they're just two sides of the same coin. It's. I mean, is Johnny Tran that bad a guy? No, absolutely not. I don't. I don't think Johnny Tran deserved to die in a certain. No. Lance is the one who killed Jesse. Yeah, yeah. He got the kill shot for sure. And Lance lives. Spoilers. Yes. Yeah, he's got a better KD ratio than Johnny Tran. <laughs> and spoilers. Johnny gets fucking murdered. But Johnny, throughout the movie, I mean, he he's a businessman, illicit. Yeah. He he runs yeah. some kind of bad. Business. Yeah, it's not exactly legal, but who's to say how he got fucked over? How this business went wrong? Yeah. It probably Vince's fault. Which I think it was the business went south. He has all these fucking VCRs and whatever, and it turns out he bought them legally. But was this part of Dom's Maybe fucking they were, business? They were funneling it, uh, fucking. Yeah, what do you call basically it? Basically laundering, laundering, yeah, the, laundering TVs. the DVDs through Johnny Tran. Yeah. And then they fucked him over somehow. He fucked his sister. Uh, my he guess, fucked his sister. he fucked his sister, but I feel like Vince probably fucked it up somehow. Oh, Vince, of course. Vince flew off Vince the Vince is probably handle. racist as shit, let's I be guarantee fair. it, yeah. He's homophobic as hell, and he's yeah. definitely probably racist. Go home, Korea boy! Street's <laughs> closed! <laughs> so yeah, we end up at Street or Race Wars. 
Letty bets this weird dude who who's just fucking like making kissy faces at her the yeah, whole time. Yeah, this guy's got like spaghetti hair. <laughs> He's definitely got spaghetti hair. Yeah, Paul's got ramen hair. This guy's got spaghetti hair. <laughs> Full on spaghettis. And uh, she bets him like I think it was three k. Yeah, three grand. Yeah, three grand. Because you were going on all, the whole fucking time about well, how they don't need to steal these. They don't need to steal. He has a garage. He has a fucking market and cafe, and then he's street racing at night. He made six k off that fucking race plus Brian's car. But I think they make it out to seem like these races don't happen all too often. Yeah, I guess, but that's still like six k. That's a lot of car parts. Probably not enough to tune up a car to where you're going to win race. True. I don't know. I just think I Brian know. was being a little... Because he's already in trouble. He's got 38 hours to solve it. Which, by the way, 38 fucking hours? That's the time? 36. 36. Even worse. A day Why and not a half. 48? He's got a day and a half. Just give him 48. People go by 48, 72. It's the FBI, man. You don't know what kind of pressure they're working they under. Probably, dude, he's probably bragging about how it's just like he was back in Nam or some shit. That guy did look like he was a nom dude. Yeah. I bet he was a nom guy. He was a He's fucking nom. He's a big nomer. time nom boy, dude. <laughs> nom boy. <laughs> this guy. So Letty beats this guy, makes him quick cash, and then Jesse decides to fucking race Johnny Tran for pinks. I don't know where this came from, but there was some turn where he was like, he was going to win Johnny Tran's car and give it to his dad? No, no, no. He was going to give his dad back the Jetta. The Jetta's his dad's dude. car. So then Jesse would have and they were, the Honda. And he says, we're going to cruise together or something. Yeah, like, yeah, like... A noble goal. Your dad probably fucking hates you, first of all, Jesse. I'd like, imagine it's like a Mac relationship on Always Sunny. Yes, where his that's dad exactly! Looks, he goes to see his dad, I'm going to win this car for pink slips. Okay, son. <laughs> exactly. Dude, exactly. I need you to smuggle this heroin in through your ass. Through your ass. So yeah, then Jesse loses. Jesse fucks up, of course. And then just leaves. And leaves. <laughs> he just, and he drives off. Johnny Tran, of course, uh, confronts Toretto about SWAT coming yeah. into his home, disrespecting they his family. embarrassed my family! Disrespecting my family! And Toretto literally when takes issue with this. He's, he's, he's not like being confronted with this issue. He's hearing him out, and it's not until Johnny Tran goes, Someone narked! It was and you. And you know that was, it was you! Toretto, Toretto lays him out. Dude, clocks this motherfucker, and then Bing. is on top of him. Smoking Joe Frazier. Dude, on top of him, just straight pummeling this dude's fucking skull into And it's concrete. a good thing that somebody hired their three fat friends to wear security shirts and hang out <laughs> at the gates. They actually did their job. They did their jobs. They broke it up. And uh, Meanwhile, Lance tries to get involved. <laughs> 20 Lance, minutes after getting choke slammed yeah, to death. Lance is still here with a sore neck. He can barely turn his fucking head. And he just gets clocked by Letty. <laughs> Letty fucking lays his ass Poor out. Poor Lance, dude. man. I started, I started to feel bad for him. Like, I was like, just leave Lance alone, man. <laughs> he's just that cousin that's trying to be cool, you know? And so he's doing what his cousin says. Yeah, yeah. He's like, cousin Johnny, cousin Johnny, what can I do? <laughs> Blow up this dude's car. <laughs> you got it. Choke slammed. <laughs> Help me in a fight. Okay. Bop. Laid out by a chick. Who, dude, fucking Michelle Rodriguez had Sarah Connor muscles in this she shit. She was, I mean, she must have been like hot off girl fight. Because <laughs> oh, she yeah. was looking buff as fuck. Oh, yeah. Um. So, yeah, then that happens. And then we skip to rave. There's a, yeah, there's a rave, and this is where we see Monica. Yes, this is, it's nighttime, they're having the never rave. never noticed this. I've seen this movie 20 fucking times. I never, never noticed, noticed it. Monica. We, we re-wound it. We rewound yeah, it, re-wound to, make it sure. to make sure. Yeah. Brian goes into the fucking airstream that I guess they have somewhere. Yeah, they got some trailer, <laughs> like looking like the accountant from yes. Ben Affleck. It's just a lot shittier. Yeah. 
Uh, and he overhears Dom telling Mia, like, they're having an argument about Dom having to go do this job. So then him and Mia are talking, and he reveals to her that he's a cop, and that, like, they shouldn't do this, this isn't the time or whatever, and so they storm out. And when they go out, yeah, they the, storm camera, out. the camera tracks left. There's two people making out, like, right outside the door. And one of them is Monica. It's Monica. And she's looking up, not some guy she was with earlier. It was not Ja Rule. Monica just gets around. Monica is a slut. Man, but you know what? I'd fuck her drawing on eyebrows off. <laughs> Probably good, not. Good for you, Monica. You know, that's what that's what we really want to say. This is the 21st century. You were ringing it in, being sexually free. Just playing the field of dicks, Monica. Hats off to you. You get it, girl. And then we got this chase. And yep. what's well, not even really a chase? It's a chase. It's a chase between it's a car. Suedo chase. It's it's uh, definitely influenced by the Road Warrior. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. With the tractor trailer. Yeah, yeah. And the shotgun. Um, I like it. I actually think it's a really oh, good dude. action sequence. Well, honestly, the whole film. The best part about this movie is that all of the stunts the are stunts, practical. Yeah. Lots of analog practical stunts. Yeah. I mean, aside from the chase with the pink slips, because you got. They hit the NAS and like and the they go background into light speed. Turn, turns into it turns into speed racer. Really. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, years before the Wachowskis did it, they saw Fast and Furious. They were like, "We can do it's this." A huge influence. Yeah. So yeah, they race up to this tractor trailer to rob it of its VCRs, and uh, Vince, dude, he fucks up, man. Well, they're one person down. Jesse's gone. Right, Jesse's Jesse's girl. So they decide to do it with three cars instead of four. Right. And things do not work out well. Letty's forced to drive under another tractor trailer. She goes all the way under it, too, this time. She goes whoosh, yeah. straight through. Very cool stunt. I mean, this whole sequence at the end, it's really, really cool well, stunt Well, you have Vince, like, for a lot of the parts, you have Vince, the actor, like, on that on fucking side, truck, yeah. dude. And then like, Paul Walker himself as well. Yeah. I mean, you can see the cable attached to his shirt. Oh, yeah, it's And you can see pulling up his fucking shirt, but... The fact that these guys were out here on the side of a speeding tractor trailer, very, very cool. Yeah. And this is the kind of thing you don't see. Yeah, you don't see this in, like, Fate of the Furious now, where everything's CGI and green screen sets. Where Fate was fucking terrible about it. It's all, it looks like a cartoon, but this... It's good. I dig it. I dig it. Like, yeah, it's... And, uh, it's... Again, I don't understand how Vince is in so much pain with the cord wrapped around his wrist... When he's wearing a leather bracer. <laughs> he came up with body armor, dude. <laughs> well, he... Okay, so Idiot Vince has his dirt bike helmet on. Harpoons the fucking passenger seat like we've seen in the beginning. This is their their MO. Which they fuck up because they're doing it during the day. Maybe if it was nighttime, the truck driver wouldn't have seen this dude coming through his window. <laughs> you know, like the other <laughs> yeah. guy. But well, uh, it, it seemed to take them about twelve hours to drive from race wars to here. Oh yeah. Well, they had to stop off by some water tower. Where well, they it's like either cars. that or they were up until like four a.m. Like that rave, it was like four a.m. and all of them mm. were coming down off of their drugs at this point. They're like, we gotta go do it's this. It's like heist. early morning. This truck driver's got his like fucking uh, tasty cake, fucking cinnamon rolls. Got his coffee and cinnamon. Got rolls. Got his coffee and cinnamon rolls. Hey, man, I'm just trying to ramble down the highway. He's already smoked a pack and a half. <laughs> Marlboro Reds. He's fucking having L&M's. Let me, get, let me get a pack of Pall Malls. So uh, then Vince comes across, starts getting shotgunned at, and for no fucking obvious reason, takes his helmet off. And the minute he takes his helmet off, 
Not two minutes later, this dude gets swung around the side of the truck and gets his head slammed into the passenger and he's door. Concussed. And I was thinking, man, what if this guy just got laid out and he was just dangling <laughs> there? Oh, just like getting dragged across the concrete. <laughs> yeah, it would have been rough for Vince. Good chase scene and a good end to the Letty Dom arc because he's very, very obviously concerned about yeah. it. Letty! And Letty! sends Leon back and... I think there's a, that great final moment between them where he like kisses her and he's like, are you okay? And she's in the back of the car. Well, it could be argued that that was the time where they stopped being a team and started being family. Yeah. Because uh, they yeah. refer to themselves in this movie as a team. Yes. That, yeah, not as a family. Not, well, he says, what are you, a crew? Something like that? Yeah. He's like, no, no, no we're, we're a team. team. Which, honestly, I think if it weren't for, if Leon wasn't there... He'd probably refer to them as family. <laughs> Leon was this late recruit. They mentioned that Leon and Jesse just showed up in the middle of the night like they were fucking babies getting floated down the river on a basket of reeds, dude. <laughs> like, Leon just goes, oh. The one night it rained in Leon. L.A. They <laughs> Leon, floated down Leon the Leon came floating down the L.A. River. <laughs> While Toretto was out racing his car like the end of Greece. <laughs> yeah, or fucking drive. You know? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, then Brian arrives. And here's the thing. Vin Diesel, or, or Dominic Toretto, gets his fucking tires blown out. Gets one tire blown out, yet is still somehow capable to keep up with this truck. And, like, the sparks go away after the initial, like, like The pop. cars are mostly invincible in this yeah. film until they crash, yeah. Absolutely. Which, Letty gets fucking wrecked. Letty! Her car fucking does, like, three flips. Again, great stunts in this. Yeah. yeah. The crash scene's awesome. Yep. And uh, I, I do like the scene, we talked about this earlier, where Paul calls in the, the, the helicopter. Well, yeah, because he, he shows up with with Mia. He hops over to the truck, and that's they, like that yeah, great they, scene. They save vents. They pull vents down. Yeah. And the only reason they keep him from bleeding out is because well, he's got so many fucking belts on dude, his body. Not that. Okay, so they get wrecked off the side of the road. Because Mia just didn't hit the brakes. Once Vince and, and fucking Brian are in the car, all she had to do was hit the brakes. Well, look, man, she's not a driver. She's in that fucking Toretto market all day <laughs> cooking those books. We did see her earlier. She just likes to go out in the middle of busy roads and just do fucking donuts and piss people <laughs> off. Yeah, that's true. You said she's less a good driver than she's an asshole driver. Yeah, yeah that's pretty much it. But she's definitely also cooking the books. Because the oh, yeah. party earlier when they first get there with the... She's upstairs doing something. She's got all kinds of books. She's got like four books in her bed and she's <laughs> scribbling something. And I well, think dude, it's because Dom is... She's laundering those DVD players through the business, oh, yeah. dude. That's what it is. Well, not only that, I mean, for Christ's sake, Dom at 10 a.m. is working on the books at the market, but he's drinking fucking Coronas. Yeah. Like, he's probably half fucking cooked himself. <laughs> And then she has a notepad and shit at the garage. She she's handling this is the books. this is a twenty four seven book cooking business. Yeah, I don't think Dom appreciates the work that Mia puts in. No, she needs a raise. <laughs> Absolutely, Dominic, listen to us. So yeah, then they they save Vince with his numerous belts. They make some tourniquets out of his belt. <laughs> put like three belts all around, and he's hung up like Pinocchio with these belts. They get him on a heli, a heli chopper, and send him out of there. And Toretto makes it back with Leon and Letty. Yeah, they, he says they're they're out of here. They're long gone. 
And then we get a good standoff. And again, I said, I like this scene with Vin Diesel. He's, oh, it's fucking... he's acting his ass off. In this. Oh, hell yeah. And even Paul Walker is better than he gets credit for here, I think. Dude, Especially the scene where he was on the phone. He was like, I'm Officer Brad yes. O'Connor. He was like, he gives shaking. him the number. Like, I was yep. like, damn, he's really fucking And he's like looking at Dom like yeah, as like, he's like saying He knows shit. he's fucking this guy. It's good. It's good. Well, and here's the thing is, I think that Paul Walker back in the day got a lot of flack. And people would say he was a bad actor just because Vin Diesel was fucking killing it. It Paul Walker's yeah, killing think, it as well, but I think Vin stole those scenes. I think yeah, I think Vin blows him off the screen. Yeah, and He's so really Paul's good. performance unfortunately suffers because of it. But like fucking incredible acting between those two. Yeah, and Vin, I mean, I get, I think in recent years has kind of fallen into self-parody where he's yeah, he's just doing the same thing I'm over Gregor. and. Exactly. He's almost become like late Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, where he's just playing this type over and over. Yep. He was really, really acting. In this, oh, yeah. And he's great. And this last chase, there's some cool stunts again. The Like, all the wide-angle shit with the people flying up over the hills. And... Yeah, yeah, where they're chasing the motorcycles. Yeah, chasing after, the motorcycles. After Lance comes Lance, and fucking murks Lance the shit out of Jesse. Puts it in him GTA Five style. Yep, and then him and Johnny race off. And Lance does not die, we noted. So Lance needs to come back for a sequel. He, yeah. gets, he, run, he runs into Toretto's car and he flies down a hill. Yeah, but he moves. And the bike lands on him, but then at the end he's kind of going, ugh. So. But then meanwhile, Johnny Tran seems like he's getting away. And, and he then gets fucking blown apart. Paul Walker dude. skid stop with his driver's side window right at him and just pops bang, bang, him right through the fucking style. center mass. And Johnny Tran crashes into some fucking hobo shopping cart. <laughs> That poor hobo. And then the shopping cart disappeared, so I yeah. assume it got disintegrated into fucking dust because he hit it so hard. <laughs> yep. And Paul, Brian's nice enough to get out and check his pulse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just to make sure. <laughs> like, so unnecessary. You might as well fucking dig him a grave while you're at it. <laughs> but then he meets up with, with Dom. Yeah, and we get our obligatory final standoff. That's uh, from here to the train tracks. It's a quarter, quarter, mile. quarter mile. I used to drag race here in high school. Yep, ten second car. And it's, it's a good payoff, I think. I, I, oh yeah, it's a great climax, but then there's no real ending because they no. have the crash. He gives him the car. He says, "I owed you a ten second car. Get out of here." And then it's just Paul Walker walking off, and that's it. It cuts to black. There's a post-credit scene. There's a post-credit scene where Vin is in heading to Mexico. He's in Mexicali or whatever, and he's driving down the dusty road. But there's no real payoff between like uh, Brian and Mia, which I think we should have gotten. Oh yeah, I think there should. We had to wait three fucking movies for that. Yeah, there there should have been some kind of denouement between them. But or he could have at least mentioned her in Too Fast, like yeah. Oh, there's this chick, Roman, which we'll do next. But there's no mention of the original crew. Uh, so maybe, I mean, maybe they were just trying to distance, because at, at that time they didn't know that they were going to bring Vin. They didn't realize they had a everybody back, yeah, billion dollar franchise fucking franchise. Yeah. Hands, yeah. So yeah, that's... That's the Fast and the Furious. And it's good, man. It's, you know, the ending is not as good as Point Break, where it's... No, Point Break is one of my favorite endings. Oh, I dude, remember. where he lets Bodhi go out in the wave, and they both know he's going to die, uh-huh. And he's walking away, and Johnny just throws the fucking badge away. Yep. It's beautiful. It's The photography in that movie is incredible. This Beautiful one, score. You Ooh. know what would have maybe made this one better? If he had thrown his badge away. I don't think it's to the same level as Johnny Utah, that where he was like disillusioned with the police force. Oh, I think he or is. Even, or even that taken by... Oh, 
I guess he's not, because then he ends up back with them. No, he's on the run in two. Right, but then he yeah, ends up, isn't like, he working with them in four? Yeah. He begins working with them in two, because they catch yeah. him, and then they're like, we need you to bring yeah. this guy down, and then and by four, he's an FBI agent again. So yeah, I don't think he's to that same level. Yeah. Where Johnny Utah was like four is where he dumb. really throws away. Well, his you know badge. what it is because in Point Break he's got Pappas, he's got his partner, and then Pappas gets and Pappas, yeah. And I think the fact that his like father figure on the force was right. killed was one of the big reasons why. Right, right, yeah. So it's like if the old dude had come to back him up and Johnny Tran killed him or something. Yeah, then maybe. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, do we have a rating system? I don't. Know. Well, I guess, well, we were talking about, we'll rate them all at the end, and basically... I mean, I could see ranking them all, but maybe just just a one-time rating. Yeah. What do you want to do, one through five, or... I was thinking we we could have a fun thing, maybe like a... So instead of like two thumbs up, two Nas canisters up. Okay. Or like a, out of six Coronas, out of a six-pack. Okay. You want to do that? Yeah, I like that. Like out of six? Yeah, out of six. Instead of five? I mean, Coronas don't come in five-packs. Okay, then what do you give this out of six Coronas? I give it a three and a half. I was going to give it a four. Okay. Yeah. All right, so an average of a 3.75 Coronas for this one. Yeah. Out of six. Yeah, it's solid. I mean, the thing I think the thing that really like keeps this film on its feet like and has allowed it to age how it has is the fucking practical stunts. Yeah, the, the, I mean, so many, so many of the special effects are dated with the driving, the, uh, the yeah. music, everything. But but those cars are fucking getting wrecked. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah there there are some really really cool stunts, and not only that, I think the the character dynamics are absolutely. I mean, even if it is just a rip off Point Break, if you want to say that, it's I still like, especially now that we have eight films, and yep. I can go back to this inception point where Dom and Brian are first circling each other and yeah. before they make out, you know. Yeah, exactly. And, I like seeing that. Before their family, before, like, you it's, know. A lot of movies I watch nowadays, I'm like, ah, oh, this kind of sucks. But it, maybe if I had eight of these and eight of these characters growing, You then, could flesh them out. Yeah. So I might not like this movie as much if it's the year 2001 and I'm seeing it for the first time. See, I did. I was, I fucking loved this yeah, movie. Yeah, but you were also only, what, like 12? I guess. I don't know, 89 to 2001, wherever. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm sure it's a fun movie, but... But I was... I didn't give a shit about Cars after I saw it. I really only gave a shit about Vin Diesel. It really... I was enamored with this film you. for Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez. I hear you. This film led me to go watch a Girl Fight. It led this me was, to a Man Apart. This was my second question for you. Who's the hottest person in this movie? I wanted to ask this for each movie, and we would Just change... hottest person? Hottest person. You know, I think I'm going to have to give it to Vince. You thought Vince was the hottest? I think Vince, he's got something wow. going. He's some a bit the, he's a bit grizzly, you he's know? He's got the bear thing. He's bear-like. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say Vin Diesel. That was definitely, that was who I was, like, toying with. Yeah. Was. I think, you know, because now he's kind of gotten, he's gotten a little doughy. He's got his yep. rolls, and he's, uh, Here's the thing. You know. Later on, it's like, yeah, I would say if you if you put it between Vin and Paul, it's like, Vin is way hotter than Paul in this movie, but then Paul, Paul all of a sudden finds his him, style yeah. by, like, four, and he doesn't have the ramen hair anymore. Yeah, once he's kind of clean cut. Yeah, he's little, uh, looking beautiful. Yeah, he's the kind of guy you'd want to settle down with. That's, yeah, and that's if I, if I die and fucking go to some heaven, I hope that all the angels just look like Paul Walker's. <laughs> 
and God looks like Vin Diesel yeah, in this one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just perfectly bald, muscular. Yep. Just, he's got this this charisma. I mean, they mention it a couple of times. They say, like, he's... It's he's magnetic. Like, yeah, he's like gravity. He's like gravity, that's yeah, it. Yeah, and I think uh, Brian says he's like the center of the universe, and uh, Ted Levine's character goes, ah, Johnny Tran and Hector, they're just fumes. Yeah, like, yeah. Vin's the real deal, man. He looked good in this. Yes. He is, and he fucking brought it. Yeah. At this point, he's like, I've worked with Spielberg. I'm gonna fucking bring my <laughs> he, A. He's worked with Spielberg. He's worked with Sidney Lumet. I mean, he's worked with some directors. Yeah. But I mean, he really probably could have had a really fucking amazing career as like a character. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, you look at like uh, Boiler Room or even like Knock Around guys. Well, that was shit. I watched uh, the drop um last night and it's like that was like i feel like tom hardy like stepping into that kind of character acting realm uh-huh. and it's like that could have been vin diesel like I vin see diesel that. could yeah, have vin played diesel that role been really good in that yeah, yeah. just that mumbly sort of uh, mm-hmm. brute yeah and it's he, he could have had that idea, career yeah. but instead he's he's a fucking blockbuster he's a superstar star. man he's a fucking worldwide phenomenon I and he didn't that's... have to spend 10 years in the wwf to do it <laughs> That's subtle shot at the rock. So take that, Dwayne. You left your fan base behind, dude. I'm just kidding, Dwayne. I love you. <laughs> if you want to come on the show. Yeah, please. Next week, we're going to be doing uh, Too Fast, Too Furious. Uh, Luda! Luda. <laughs> Tyrese is going to be here in the studio mixing it up with us. <laughs> Crying about alimony and child support. What more do you want from me? <laughs> Poor uh, guy. And then maybe we'll have Devin Aoki here and... Uh, Devin Aoki, oh my god. And uh, she'll be here. Yeah, what, she uh, she did Too Fast, Too Furious and Sin City. And she was out. She's gone, man, she's done. Wait, no, did she become Tila Tequila? <laughs> I'm kidding, I know she isn't. Oh man, that may have been a little racist. <laughs> I think the part in the first episode where we were talking about how Vin Diesel was like Yul Brenner. <laughs> Yeah, but that, to be fair, that was brought up because Vin Diesel talked about how he couldn't get roles because he was he's like such in between. He's a multi man. He's a beautiful macchiato of a human. Twenty first century, Yul Brenner.